a thousand planets and spreading out. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. To the bat poles. May the force be with you. Who is that masked man? Avengers, assemble. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Fantastic Forum. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. As always, we'll start the show with some genre-related news before we get to today's discussion. Marvel Studios' Black Widow shattered pandemic box office records, earning over $89 million in its opening weekend. But the film lost close to 70% of its opening gross, generating $26.3 million in its second week of release. In fact, the movie surrendered the top spot at the box office last week to the new Warner Brothers release, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which earned $31.6 million. Theater owners complained that Disney left money on the table in the simultaneous release of Black Widow theatrically and via HBO Max. It was a strategy that initially appeared would pay off that now seems to have backfired. Uh, both are actually projected to be uh, number three and number four, respectively, at the box office this weekend, uh, behind a couple of new genre movies that are opening. M. Night Shyamalan's Old is projected to come in first. It earned $6.8 million on Friday. Projected to come in second is Snake Eyes. The G.I. Joe origin movie took in $5.47 million on Friday. It was announced this week that AMC Networks has reached a settlement in the Walking Dead profit participation dispute with co-creator Frank Darabont and CAA. The agreement calls for Darabont and CAA to receive a total of $200 million, and they will continue to be paid a share of future profits from streaming deals tied to the Walking Dead-related content um, and spinoff, Fear the Walking Dead. But all other Walking Dead-related content, uh, settlement buys out the plaintiff's rights. A similar lawsuit was filed against AMC by creator Robert Kirkman, executive producers Gail Ann Hurd, David Alpert, Charles Egley, and showrunner Glenn Mazzara. That suit remains pending in L.A. Superior Court. A new trailer dropped this week for Season 3 of Titans. The show, which aired as original programming on the now-defunct DC Universe streaming service, has moved to HBO Max. You can check out the trailer on one of the Fantastic Forum social media platforms. And while you're there, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook. We like to be followed and we love to be liked. Titans premieres on August 13th. It was announced this week that singer, songwriter, and actress Leslie Grace has been cast as the lead in the upcoming DC Comics Warner Brothers film Batgirl. The movie will debut on HBO Max 
marking one of the first major DC Comics properties to premiere exclusively on the streaming service. Batgirl will be directed by Adil L. Arby and Bilal Fala. The movie doesn't yet have a release date, but it is expected to start filming in November. Another trailer to drop this week was for the latest film adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction classic, Dune. You can check it out on one of the aforementioned FF social media pages. Dune opens in theaters on October 22nd. The Will Eisner Comic Industry Awards were presented yesterday evening. The ceremony was virtual once again this year. Hosted by actor and voice talent Phil Lamar, you'll find a complete list of nominees and winners on one of the Fantastic Forum social media pages. Congratulations to all the winners. Uh, also, the finalists for the 2021 World Fantasy Awards have been announced, including Lifetime Achievement recipients Megan Lindholm and Howard Waldrop. The winners of the 2019 World Fantasy Awards will be announced at the World Fantasy Convention November 4th through 7th, 2021 in Montreal. And you can take a look at a list of the winners on one of the aforementioned Fantastic Forum social media pages. Star Trek The Next Generation actor LeVar Burton begins a week-long stint as guest host of Jeopardy on Monday. Burton, who gained acclaim for his performance in Roots and is also known as the host of Reading Rainbow, was added to the roster of guest hosts after a petition for his inclusion was started online. There's been a string of guest hosts for the well-known game show following the death of Alex Trebek in November 2020. Let's cheer on our own Jordy LaForge as he makes his bid for the job on a permanent basis. And some sad news as American actor William Smith passed away on July 9th. He was known to genre audiences for numerous roles in movies and television over his long career, including Grave of the Vampire, Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, Batman, Piranha, Invasion of the B-Girls, The Six Million Dollar Man, The Greatest American Hero, The Night Stalker, Logan's Run, Conan the Barbarian, Knight Rider, Airwolf, Shadow of the Dragon, and many more. He was 88. And today, we're talking about some of those nudist items and more. Joining me in studio, I have Julian Lytle, uh, also Ulysses B. Campbell, uh, as you might imagine from the name. Uh, he's related to me. And uh, joining us remotely, uh, hopefully, we'll have Drew Bittner working at a minor technical problem. Well, maybe not so minor, <laughs> but we're working at a technical problem now and hope to have Drew with us momentarily. Anyway, uh, fellas, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, thanks for having me, Doug. Yeah, hey. So, uh, you know, as you heard, a lot of, uh, well, a whole lot of news items. And uh, while we were getting ready for the show uh, just a short time ago, uh, there were a number of things that came out of your mouth, Julian, as far as news items, and I'm like, oh, man, you know? Oh, dang, I think I forgot them already. You know, I'll just be talking. Nah, well, you know, but some of them are pretty cool. In fact, um, why don't we start with uh, that announcement of uh, the young woman who had been in the Heights, uh, 
That's who is right. now going to be in the Batgirl costume. In Burnside. She moves from Washington Heights to Burnside, Gotham. <laughs> She's going to listen to her block and listen to some crime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the same streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the block is high either way. Less Dominican food in, in Burnside, though. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Gotham, don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't plan out the ethnic uh, cuisine of Gotham too much. <laughs> we just know that Alfred can make a mean uh, sandwich and cut the edges off of Superman <laughs> when he visits. Well, and uh, I guess they have, um, where is she from? She's Dominican? Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They probably have little Dominica over there somewhere. Tommy King doesn't have like some tapatio or something. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. They never, they never spot that out. I don't know what the different localities are. I know the Catwoman got the alley or whatever. It's Crime Alley. We know about that. They never, they never get real deep onto like how things work. Where the different <laughs> ethnic regions. They hmm. make up a black area of Gotham until one random story in like the late '90s, and then they forgot about it until recently. Hmm. Well, I guess it's coming back. Probably will, you know, in the movies, they're gonna they're gonna play all that up. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, so um, so I take it we approve of her casting. Oh yes, well, yeah, yeah I mean, she's a very fine young actress. That she can sing and she can dance, and she did a good uh, job in in the Heights. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed her in the Heights. Looking to see what she does here. Kind of think this is gonna be connected to that uh, that Robin Pattinson Batman, maybe. Potentially, no. But it does make sense because she looks like the right color to be exactly. the daughter of, Je- of Jeffrey Wright's Jim Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> his daughter than uh, than uh, J. Jonah Jameson's daughter. <laughs> well, and she is going to be uh, G- Barbara Gordon. You know, yeah, I exactly. mean, you know, the last time. Well, I, I, okay, the last time that we saw a film with Batgirl. Uh, I want to say it was Batman and Robin, yeah, and, and she was and she was Alfred's niece. Yeah, she wasn't you know, actually Barbara Gordon. No, no. Although I think her name was Barbara. Yeah, yeah it was. but it just wasn't. Yeah, so. I couldn't tell you what it her was. Last clueless name was. bad girl. That's that's who it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's because Clueless was just on earlier. I was watching it that's as I was getting movie. ready to go. Yeah, you know, it really is certified fresh. Paul Rudd looked the same. <laughs> yes, he does. Paul Rudd looked the same. <laughs> Swear, that man though he drank all the water. He must drink two gallons a day. <laughs> White people doozy do not age that way. Do sorry. not. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but it, it, yeah, yeah, it is amazing. No, that's a heck of a thing. Yeah. All right, so um, yeah. All right, do we have do we have anything else we want to say? On oh that? yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, has been announced to his production company that he is developing a project uh for i think hbo max uh on valzad the uh new 52 earth 2 superman uh which is the son of of we know as general zod Mm -hmm. that was raised by another character after destruction of kipton and after superman of that world of that version of earth got corrupted by uh dark side's forces as Darkseid was looking through the anti-life equation throughout all of the multiverse post-Flashpoint. Oh, so that's what happened with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a bit convoluted. You really gotta that Earth Two story is kind of kind of com- it goes com- it goes yeah, all over the place. Yeah, because they yeah. was like, oh, we they they basically use all the Golden Age heroes that are classically from Earth Two and changed them up and made them younger because it was a new continuity. So they was just doing whatever they wanted to do on that Earth Two. Mm-hmm. Like the Batman f- went bad. I think the Wonder Woman was killed. 
Superman was thought to be dead, but he was corrupted and well, found stabbed to the chest by uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, if I remember correctly, a lot of stuff happened. Was, yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff in the in the Snyder version of the Justice League that people say is not from the comics actually is from the comics because they were all in Earth Two. It just happened a lot of you didn't read them because you guys don't read. Sorry, <laughs> I had to get that dig in there. No, and and that that's a valid one. <laughs> so. <laughs> By all means, you got to feel free to throw that in. So, um, so that would be interesting mm. as we also still have uh, the Tanahasi Coates uh, written, being written, uh, Superman that happens to be black project. That would be about Kal El, but he's black. Instead of I had forgotten usual. he was going to do that. Oh, that's that's the that's the movie movie. You know, that's yeah. the one. That's the one. I would be surprised anger. though if, they, if those get kind of rolled into one a little bit. Maybe one of them gets dropped, and we just kind of focus on probably the Valzad one. Honestly, they might, I don't know. Tanahasi Coast got a name to it, so people will see it. Um, mm. yeah, they need they need more content for for the for the for the streaming service, so they yeah. can have both because we're in a different world era. It doesn't really matter much whether or not uh, you can have multiple versions of the of the same character, and it'll be okay because we still live in a world where Movie flashed and met TV flash. They didn't poked each other. Pulse. That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So you can have two different black Superman, especially if one is technically not Cal L and one will be a Cal L. Uh, much to a lot of people's chagrin, because for some reason, you know, they they don't want Cal L to be black, even though Cal L has been black before. Again, the people haven't read all the comics, so they're making assumptions that there aren't black Cal Ls out there. And there are. Yeah, well, and that's something interesting, too, to me, because the finale to uh, Marvel Studios' Loki that aired uh, just last week, uh, this whole existence of variants, I think all of a sudden you have validated. You're, You're being nice. (laughs) <laughs> Marvel is stealing from DC again like they've been doing but yeah my bad I broke your thought no 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 I mean it, hey you're right you're right though I mean you know because Marvel uh, has been it, it, that was what I used to like about Marvel the fact that it was one universe uh-huh. but of course DC had been around longer and so you had Earth One and Earth Two and Earth Three and Earth Prime. They bought, and led they bought to the multiverse company. and all it's that. Like, hey, yeah. Charleston, we bought you, so we'll just make you an Earth instead of like trying to. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. you're we're not going to into our real universe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're just, oh, you're the, you're the thing. Real Captain Marvel. Yeah, you know it's over here. It's like, oh, you you are Earth now too. You were you yeah. Earth S. I was getting ready to yeah. say, and then you had Earth X. Which not was, uh, you know, Uncle here. Sam yeah, and Uncle the Freedom Sam, Fighters and all that. Ah, yeah, like mm-hmm. We're just going to put you over here. So I, I have noticed this because the one thing with Marvel that was different was they were, Marvel was always about alternate timelines. You know, you read the X-Men and, oh, Days of Future Past. And, oh, this is where it could possibly happen. And, uh, Age of Apocalypse. And, Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. And a, lot, a, a lot of the alternate timeline stuff happens to happen with uh, mostly the X-Men comics and then a little bit in the Avengers stuff. But, yeah, the see the way, the way in which they, uh, they adapted it to the, t- to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, making the variant timelines into variant Earths, which is something also kind of Marvel's been play- played with before. Mm-hmm. I'll say, 
Yeah, I don't want to call a spade a spade. Y'all gonna say this is great because <laughs> when they recast Iron Man, they're like, "Oh yeah, of course." It's like, yeah, but but yeah, but DC can't have Black Superman and and White Superman and Latin Supergirl and Dominican Batgirl mm-hmm. and Black Jim Gore and, and this person gonna be Asian and this person gonna be that. It's all. It's all happening. It's all there. Yeah, I mean, and and it's all good. I mean, and I and I say this as somebody who historically had um, had not been. I, I was. I was. I felt it was important the original conception of these characters and maintaining the integrity of the original conception of the characters. But I mean, you know, and it's fine. You know, say somebody at a convention wanted to. Uh, costume as somebody. I mean, in fact, I was. I've been Black Batman, you know, for like every time I've dressed up as Batman. But uh, it, it, I always, I had mixed feelings about all of that. And now, again, this whole business of variants and other Earths, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's legitimate. It's e- completely legitimate. Even in continuity, mm-hmm. now you mm-hmm. want a Black Batman? There is a Black Batman. I he's just all together. Yeah. I'm not surprised, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> but I didn't know. And, well, he's it's a future state set it up, but there there will be two there will be two Batmans running around. Currently, Bruce mm. Wayne is no longer a billionaire. He only really? got some millions because of a, oh. the Joker War. Oh, so no. the Foxes got all the money, and his long lost son that was in a random comic in the '70s was brought back, and he's going to be the next Batman. Really? Okay. And there's a whole okay. series for the past couple of months you can read. Each month on in the comic books or on the DC mm-hmm. Universe app that I'm somehow plugging, but they don't pay <laughs> me money. <laughs> well, stop. <laughs> but yeah, it's there if you want to know. So yeah, mm-hmm. and then people will be mad when they make the Black Batman movie and be like, "Well, no, they got about fifty issues out now." <laughs> I'm sorry you wasn't reading, but they really oh yeah. <laughs> we gotta make the stuff for the content. You know, part of what I find interesting about this is, oh, you're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. We are Arlington. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Ulysses B. Campbell and Julian Lytle and uh, and not Drew Bittner. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that. We haven't been able to work out that technical problem, and so uh, sorry, Drew. Um, and all those those of you who tuned in to listen to Drew Bittner, well, you'll just have to listen to us instead. But uh, we were talking about... Um, uh, actually, we were talking about the casting of Leslie Grace as Batgirl, and that kind of spiraled off into other worlds and variants. And what I was getting ready to say was that uh, I'm fascinated by the vitriol that I see from longtime fans anytime there is a departure from the initial conception of any of these characters. You know, I mean, you know, you got Val Zod, Black Superman, and folks are mad. I mean, they're mad. It's like, what do you mean you got Black Superman? You know, it's like Leslie Grace's cast. And there's folks who mad, you know? I mean, and in some cases, people are mad even when the character is actually black, but they didn't know it, you know? I mean, like Hunger Games, that character Rue, who clearly was described in the book as being black. And then, yeah, but then in the movie, you know, when she's black and they can see it, and folks are mad. Because they didn't envision her as black. They imagined 
their default. Their default is white. But yeah, they with, skipped over the words on the page yeah, that said yes. she's black. Yeah, the thing with comics mm-hmm. is if you're with, as in with the Valzad, mm-hmm. there was a lot of vitriol about the whole, you know, the other Superman movie being made. So, oh, Superman's going to be black now. I give, there's a whole bunch of people who don't like that. But again, I say, I got issues I could pull out. Be like, see, he, they, he black, he count L. But with this one, it's just like, you just chose to ignore a whole run of comics. Hmm. You just, yeah. you're just much informed. Because there's pictures here. It's not even like, it's, it's not, yeah, with words, you could choose to like, oh, I interpret. Like, no, there's a picture. He black. <laughs> he got a silver S with a red background. He, he looked, he got a white cape. It's just, yes. you chose to ignore yeah. or you chose to not read those comics. Don't be mad when they make some comics into to a show that you not rocking with. Mm-hmm. Batgirl, we'll see. I'm like, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's Batman comics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Some people don't even probably think that Damian Wayne is, he's half Middle Eastern, but. They if you point that out, it's like <laughs> and part no. Chinese. Yeah, he's yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, not white yeah, at all. Yeah, he's, he's, no, he's a little he's quarter bit of white. white. Yeah. So it is what it is. You know, you can disagree with some of the changes, but you know what? You don't even own these characters. There is that. Yep. Yep. But people become so invested in all of this, and um, you know, just now when you were, oh shoot, I can't think of what I, I, I there was something really relevant that I wanted to say about all of that, um, and. Um, Part of it was about how how people get mad. I hope it I hope it comes back to me because it was really good. Um, but people again are so invested in these characters, and I think it I think it's noteworthy that they don't own them. And you know that hey, I mean, because rep, representation is oh, I remember what it was. Okay, so. Um, I think part of the reason that people get upset is they feel like, I mean, some of some of the more intractable intractable people are. They feel like it's pandering in some way, like some social justice person somewhere has decided that representation is so important that it needs to destroy this person's childhood by reimagining this character even though nothing has happened to the original conception and you haven't actually taken that away and you've just added to this rich tapestry of this universe that exists you know but you know and there are a whole lot of people who justify any level of how they feel by saying that oh yeah you know it's these people who are they're just interested in being social justice warriors yeah the problem is is that it's superhero comics and the basis of that is being a social justice warrior which is always a weird criticism online it's just like you do know that they fight crime and stop wrongdoing right (laughs) you know that Superman started off fighting like bad landlords and like yeah, ta- yeah. like populist hero yeah, he was doubt. really just in them streets yeah yeah you know yeah. Ba- early batman he was fighting more crazy rich people yeah before yeah. there was ever a rogue his early one was the was like the mad monk yeah that was part of the uh of the Washington elite, I mean not the Gotham elite society <laughs> you know it, it was Bruce Wayne sitting down having having a cigar with with Jim Gordon like in the first story like yeah. he doesn't know it he doesn't know he's Batman. He doesn't know. I was like, he was like, he was like, 
he didn't get he didn't get the Joker till like a year later. Like the real of it, like all these people that come later. Like all he oh, was yeah. fighting yeah. terrible rich people. Mm-hmm. That's all he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, same with Superman. He was just fighting just terrible people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what people like. Oh, it's social justice. Like yeah, that's <laughs> that's part of the job, bro. Like it's in the the job description of the superhero wing. And it's the basis for what a lot of these comics were. You're right, how they started. I mean, in fact, I, I was I had occasion to be reading that first Batman. And I what kind of struck me, Julian, was, and I know we're kind of going down the rabbit hole on it, but what kind of struck me was, here's the police commissioner, and he's hanging out with this rich dude, and then, like, some call comes, and it's like, oh, well, Bruce, yeah, I got a call. And the rich dude is like, oh, commissioner, you mind if I roll with you? And the commissioner's like, oh, okay, why not? <laughs> he's just yeah, bringing right. this rich dude along Sir, to the crime scene. Right. It's like, he's rich. <laughs> I know, one of Gotham's leading citizens. Boy, he sure does have some good cigars, that Bruce Wayne. Yeah, come on. He's excellent company, you know. <laughs> he's a smart man. With all this money. <laughs> No, it's a different sensibility in 1939 in terms of what was appropriate in terms of preserving the evidence and stuff at the maybe crime scene. Maybe he'll invest in the police uh, commissioner. You know, maybe he'll be like go down crimes and be like, "Oh, y'all don't have enough money. I'm Bruce Wayne. I got money. Here you go." That was the commissioner's thinking, obviously. Dad, he was mm-hmm. like, "What does he talk to the mayor? Then I'll get fired." <laughs> Yeah, come on, Bruce. <laughs> Alfred does make a mean old-fashioned, so let's go. Uh, you know, although it's funny, because you didn't even have Alfred back then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just, he was on his own. Like, we just going to insert him into, like, mm, that's what comics is. Like, oh, he wasn't there? He's there right, now. now. he is, he yeah. He oh, and he was actually there all along. You just yep. didn't realize. Yeah. He was in the background. Clean and washing dishes. Yeah, didn't have a name, but he was like nameless manservant one. You know, it's yeah. But and I and I think it's important for fans. I mean, if you if you really are a fan of this stuff, to go back and to learn about the history of it. I mean, because that's the other thing that the modern television shows and movies uh, kind of afford the more casual fan it's a point of entry that has nothing to do with the comic books you can be following this character and know nothing about the original source material or you know where the character comes from who who they are anything about them you know and you think you know i mean and, and one of the examples i always give delightful young woman uh, that i met um, reminded me of my daughter and i told her so but we were talking about captain america and she was saying oh I'm such a big fan of Captain America. I've seen all the movies. And I'm like, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> he only got three movies. You, you would say that they even watched the old crappy joint from like 87 or whatever. And with the Italian Red Skull? That's right. Mm. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. That, was the, um, that was the 94 one. I think. Whatever. Now, I know the one you're sure. talking about. Yo. But that Red Brown. That was a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, I think that's going to happen more and more as, with the explosion of let's say as of the MCU and how much how much content has already been released so we we have where we have 20 we have 24 films three three series each with at least uh, six hours of content yeah that's a lot yeah. That's a lot of yeah. stuff, so people keeping track of that, they might feel like they are diehard because they, they know everything, but then you get to the end of Loki, and you're just like, oh, you think you know what you're talking about. 
and you have you have no, you have idea, no idea how difficult this coming. is about to how this is about to get. You yeah. have th- this is the character that makes the diehard Carbon fans not diehard. This, <laughs> this is where you separate <laughs> the weak from the strong. Yeah. Well, and and you know, I, I will. We'll get to that eventually on the show. I mean, in terms of talking about Loki, because there was there was a whole lot that came out of that, and we actually talked a little bit about it a few weeks ago. I mean, but that was before it ended. I mean, once they got to that part with, uh, I mean, huh, Kang the oh, excuse me, was he Kang? He was, never was he a Mortis? You know, he was he was he, he, who, yeah, he who remained, which is technically another character, mm-hmm. mm. but in the end. He Kang. But the only reason we know he's Kang is because we know Jonathan Majors cast as Kang. And that statue at the end of the episode. Yes. Which yeah, is dressed yeah, like Kang. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, I hadn't but thought again, about that. Mm-hmm. he's never called Kang. They never refer to him as Kang. Because they're going to have many different versions. Yeah. But we all know he, w- he was Kang. That was Kang. That was Kang. That was Kang. Boy, and I'm looking forward to more of that. But, of course. Two years. Well, let, let, let's see. Let's see. But of course, that musical cue means that it's time for us to take a short break because Fantastic Forum comes to you via WERA 96.7 FM in Arlington, Virginia. We're a community radio station, which among other things means that we are non-commercial, which means among other things that we rely upon the ongoing generosity of our listeners for the continued sustenance of the radio station. Visit the website at WERA.FM to find out how you can support the institution of community media. Learn how you can do that today. So, Julian and Yuli B and I are going to step aside just for a moment while we acknowledge our underwriters and also while we promote some of the other wonderful WERA offerings that are coming up later tonight. But don't touch that dial because we'll be right back with more Fantastic Forum right after this. And we're back here on Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Julian Lytle and Ulysses B. Campbell. And uh, we are talking about, well, we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff. But there was actually, while we were in break... Uh, there was something, Julian, that you mentioned that hadn't been a part of the uh, news items that I mentioned. Oh, yeah. During um, their panel during Comic-Con at home, they released the Blade Runner Black Lotus trailer. Oh. Which is the new animated series oh. set in the world of Blade Runner, set between the original film and 2049. Really? About a... Uh, Basically, it sounds like Battle Angel Alita. It's a replicant that does not remember what she, who she is or what she can do. And then everyone's hunting her as she has all these amazing soldier-like abilities to kick people's butts. Uh, huh. Shinchero Watanabe, the guy who created 
uh, Cowboy Bebop and, Cham- and Samurai Shampoo. Samurai Shampoo is one of the creative directors of the show, and it's part of HBO Max and Cartoon Network. Oh, it's yeah. a CG animated series. It looks pretty good. Wow. No, I hadn't heard anything about that. I mean, at no point, even when it was like coming, it's like uh, so uh, they had a like they had like a trailer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like two minutes long. It's not as long as that Doom trailer. That Doom trailer. <laughs> Doom trailer. Three minutes long. Well, and that was the I final trailer for that. I still I don't know what's going on. You read the book though, didn't you? No, you never read the book. I read nonfiction. I need to read a book. Oh, I read like half the book. I still don't really know what's going on. Oh. I watched that old movie and I was like, "This is trash." As a child, I'm like, "I don't know what's going on." So about the uh, David Lynch movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I don't like David Lynch. This <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so many creators. Um, I mean, because that's the kind of thing where if you saw. Um, Oh, jeez. What was the name of it? Twin um, Peaks. Twin Peaks. Thank you. I was not going to come up with that. I hated Twin Peaks as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you saw Twin Peaks, I mean, it, that started out pretty good. I mean, so. I think it went off the rails at one point. And it was... But, uh, you know, I digress because what I was saying is David Lynch has some talent, but um, Dune uh, just, I think... That is a particularly challenging thing to adapt, and uh, and we'll have to see. I mean, based on what I've seen from the trailers, this one actually looks. I mean, it looks pretty good. I, personally, I thought that um, the David Lynch one was pretty good. I mean, you know, in terms of overall adaptations of the story, and I've read. Um, I mean, well, I remember back when. Dune wasn't as many books as it is now. Dune is a whole bunch of books. Started out, you know, there was just Dune and Children of Dune. And, uh... You already sound like too many books. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know about Children Dune, of Dune. Dune is, like, big enough to, like, knock somebody out with already, right? So... Yeah, isn't this movie gonna be... Isn't the movie just part one? I heard somebody say that. I don't know. I mean, it it certainly could be, depending on how faithful you are being to the original material. Because what I have seen of the David Lynch movie, like, the director's cut is lengthy. Is lengthy. I mean, so they... And they, they left a lot of that on the cutting room floor because that movie was just like a one and done. You know, but they're also the Sci-Fi Channel did their own take yeah, on it. It, it was, was this adaptation. Long. It was like a bunch of like hours of television. Yeah, huh. and they they added a bunch of stuff. I mean, they made up a bunch of stuff that they added. There's so much in that book already. How do you? What do you make up? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for example, uh, Princess Arulin, who is the daughter of the Emperor. Uh, they they made up a whole. I mean, because she was a relatively minor character in that book in the first one, but they made up all kinds of state balls and all kinds of stuff for her to be in it. And I they, that's where they lost me on the Sci-Fi Channel adaptation because none of that stuff was relevant to the story. I mean, really, it's a story about how Satriades, um, you know, this kid Paul, his dad is Duke yeah. Duke Leto. And um, there's a lot of political intrigue in terms of these great houses and the emperor. And uh, so the emperor is threatened by the duke because the duke is exploring some uh, heretofore unknown options in terms of 
combat. And the Duke, uh, it, it, this is threatening to the Emperor, who's trying to protect his power. So he gives the Duke uh, this planet, Arrakis, where this spice, all called Melange, is mined. And the spice is important to navigation, galactic navigation, basically. And so, but it's, it's a setup, because the fix is in, and another great house, the Harkonnens, are poised to jack up the Atreides. And, and then Paul is special. And then he uses the spice. And that's about and where I he, got in the book. And then he magically takes he magically uh <laughs> becomes the leader of the of, of the sand people. Yeah, because they gotta take him in after Cause, the assassination cause it's, attempt. It's just something, it's, something, it's, something. It's it's just England in, in India. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, this is uh, this is a product uh, of colonialism. Uh, is in the, everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah it really is. Also, a raging racist or something like that. Um, that I don't. That I didn't know. I we can certainly look that up. I mean, it's it's got some it's got some really great world building in it. You know, they, they, and uh, it, it's you know, in fact, as as Roberto Ortiz has said, it's a guide in terms of how to do world building. And yes, all that stuff you guys said, I was just going to. I mean, I suppose sort of in preparation for the uh, review that I will write <laughs> one of these days on it. It's like you know, set it up, and then yes, and other and hilarity ensues. <laughs> you know, it's where um, you go with that. They also announced the showrunner for the prequel series that will be coming on HBO Max as well. Oh, it's a it's oh, already a planned franchise. Yeah, cause they know how big Dune is. Oh, when yeah. they when they put the movie in production, they were like, "We can't just do a movie because it's too much." And Dennis uh, Villanueva is yeah, all, Villanueva. He's, he's producing okay. that too. Really? He knew that this is too much. Huh? I can't just fit this in one long movie. We got to do like extra stuff. What's the prequel series going to be about? We'll, we'll see when it comes on HBO. Because <laughs> oh. remember, the Batman also gets a prequel series on HBO Max. About the Gotham Police Department. Oh, yes, starring Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so it's all about the movies going to have shows to connect to the movies, so you can continue to stay into this because we know what it is now. Mm, mm, Everything mm. is superhero comics. Mm. This is what we wrought upon the world. Things used to be nice. They used to be over. Things used to be done. Nothing's done now. <laughs> Nothing is done. But you know, it, it's it's a brilliant strategy in terms of overall money making. And I had been, for I, okay, I had been skeptical initially when all those Netflix shows on uh, net well the Marvel Netflix shows mm -hmm, went the ones away. That don't matter anymore. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When all those went away, because I thought those were. I mean. Okay, uh, Daredevil was the best of all of them. Jessica Jones, even though I didn't care for her, that was a well-written series. Um, the Punisher was very good. And, you know, also you had Luke Cage and Iron Fist. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I watched all of that stuff. And then when it went away, I was like, oh, that's too bad. But now I've seen WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. And uh, I hadn't mentioned this in the opening, but what if is the next one up? And I believe it's so August eleventh. Like yeah, that's like two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah you know. Like so right before Titans. Yeah, you know. So um, I mean, like right before. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like a couple of days before. Anyway, but yeah. So and then I saw that stuff though, and it was like, oh wow, this is a really great strategy. Stuff to actually count. Like, uh, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. And I remember, 
<laughs> some time ago. Uh, Kevin Feige saying that fans were now going to have to watch these shows to understand what in the heck was going on. Yes. Homework. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. If you watched, if you've watched uh, at least WandaVision, and well, okay, also kind of, sort of not. I have my issues with that. Everybody's mm-hmm. at the same place they were at the end of Falcon and the Soldier. We knew he was going to be Cap. He becomes Cap. Boom. Okay, sure. There's a story for that. Okay, we got it. We knew there was a multiverse because of the title of Doctor Strange's Multiverse Madness. So they built the multiverse in Loki, but they answered their own question. <clears throat> because they said there was a sacred timeline at the beginning of that, but in Endgame, they, it's just... Yeah, they messed, answering, up the, they messed up the timeline. Yeah, they, they screwed uh-huh. themselves into answering their own question with their own show. So technically the show doesn't really matter. Nah, well, hmm. I, I, this is where I disagree. Because I have a feeling that when you watch this Doctor Strange movie and they'll, you'll talk to people who didn't watch WandaVision, they'll be like, what in the world is Wanda doing here? What is she doing? Why? Who are these children? Also the same when you actually I'll do get to one. Ant-Man 3 one. and you're going to be like, Oh, why is Jeffrey Ma- why is Jonathan Major so different in this one? Well, that's because if you watch Loki, he said, <laughs> but exactly, that the other that's ones a different, it's a gonna, different one. But if you come, so in it don't here, matter. I would say, I would say this because I think before we even get to that movie, there's going to be a whole nother season of Loki. Okay, okay. And things are going to be a little bit. I think the Captain Winter Soldier, yeah, that movie was basically to set up debate. We need a new person as Cap. Eventually, we're going to have a Cap movie. The other trend I'm noticing is that each one of these shows gives you a new Young Avenger. Eventually, yeah. there will be yeah. a Young Avengers, a movie or a show, yeah. and you'll be like, where in the world did all these characters come from? It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. if you was if you watching the shows, yeah. you would have met every single one of these characters, mm-hmm. where they came from, how they came to be, and what their connections to the Avengers are. Because mm-hmm. when you're going to see a little black kid walking around the Iron Lad, you're like, well, who is he? Oh he! Oh he came too. Yes he came. <laughs> oh who are these two boys running around? Oh did you remember the Malcolm in the Middle episode of one? Of See now there you go. Like yeah, Hawkeye. She gets a whole yes. show. She gets her yes. whole show. Yeah, you know. We get America Chavez in the Doctor Strange movie too. See I didn't even know. There you go. Yeah, yeah. We got Kid Loki and Loki. Yep. Mm-hmm. All we need now is a Marvel boy and a Hawkling. How are they gonna give us Hawkling? And we got a little. Mm. We got Patriot in the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Hawkling yeah. is a Cree, so I'm guessing in that Marvel show, they going to meet a little boy that can change into stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here I had been thinking that there was an opportunity in She-Hulk coming up. It could be true, either way. He's a mm. scroll. Well, he's a scroll. He, he'll be a secret invasion. My bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. You got that one. He's a scroll. <laughs> he'll be in the secret invasion show. Mm. Wow. And Armor Wars is going to lead to Ironheart. Just watch. Oh, doesn't yeah. she get her own show too? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I heard they have cast somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. You know what? Ricky Williams is the character's name. But Riri for those Riri, sorry, Riri, but Riri, like Rihanna's nickname. Oh, okay. Well, they, all right. There you go. Bad and girl, and Riri so Williams in the house. Yeah, this is a, a young African American woman who has like a suit of armor or something. She made. It. She's a genius. She yes. made a suit of armor. There you go. And Tony Stark is white. Was he dead? Not. Uh, Rhodey was because Thanos punched him in the stomach with some s- silliness in, in Civil War 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, with the person that shares our name. Yeah, Ulysses is in that. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. I hate that. I hate that. 
Yes. But eventually they'll merge the little champions line of comics, which was a young Avengers group mm-hmm. with the young Avengers. And because, you know, Miss Marvel get a show and she's going to be oh, in the yeah. next Captain Marvel movie because it's not even called Captain Marvel no more. It's called Marvels because mm-hmm. it has all the Miss Marvels in one movie. Mm-hmm. Watch, I can see. I see the plan. I can see it. He got to tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what you're doing. See, I knew it was Kang before the show came on. His face was behind the judges. I was like, that's, that's Jonathan Major's face. Oh, I hadn't seen that. See, people don't pay attention. There's a black man face behind him. I'm like, well, that's Kang. Oh. And then this is a, and he was like, oh, who's it going to be? I was like, it's going to be Kang at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you, are you silly? It's Kang. Yeah, I'm like, all right. I don't know if that's going to be the final bad guy, but he's mm. at least going to be the half bad guy. I mean, everything pointed towards Kang from, from the minute that show started. Yeah. But the people mm. missing the main point of Kang is Kang's always trying to find out who am I related to? And who is those characters are? Then what movie? What franchise? <laughs> 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 the gaping hole in the MCU? Mm. The book that started it all? The Fantastic Four. The, it ain't going to be right till Dr. Doom walks on the screen mm. with his green cape. Yeah. And his metal yeah. suit, his disrespectful nature. Yes. And being better than everybody. Yes. And that accursed, cheating, stretchy, green <laughs> riches. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, 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 and family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, 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 and that's going to well, be a moment. And the love of his life, Sue Storm. Well, yeah, that's Reed's love of his life. Doom don't care about no suit. No, no. He don't care about nobody. But his mama and the great people of that variant. That he must protect from that foolish, stretching, <laughs> cheating, <laughs> low down, don't no good, don't Reed Reed. Cursed. the accursed Richie. Yeah. <laughs> accursed Reed Richie. Oh, I like the way you put that. You're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM and streaming via WERA.FM. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined today by Ulysses B. Campbell and Julian Lytle. And uh, we have been talking about a number of different things. In fact, we kind of went down the rabbit hole. I had, uh, I, I, I had wanted to mention um, before we got off, I mean, because there are actually a couple of kind of meaty things that I suppose we could hold until the following week. But um, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't at least reference uh, the Blue Origin penis <laughs> spaceship. <laughs> so, you know, as as you know, many of you may know, <laughs> we've got billionaires in space. And we got uh, so earlier, in space. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, the billionaire behind, <laughs> behind Amazon and a number of other things. Um, he took off uh, into space earlier this week, and he took off in a ship that looked a lot like a giant flying penis, <laughs> and it seemed like everybody was commenting on it, but it reminded me of a little movie from back in the day. It was called Flesh Gordon. It was the X-rated uh, parody of Flash Gordon, and in that movie... There was a spaceship that was created by uh, Dr. Jerkoff. You know, this is like the character based on Dr. Zarkoff. And, but Dr. Jerkoff's spaceship looked like a, uh, looked like a penis. You know? And I was looking at this Blue Origin ship, and I'm like, wow, this really looks a lot like this. 
This is fake. And everybody said, I mean, even when you were just looking at it, you're looking at it, and I'm watching people's faces as they're looking at it, and the expressions on their faces are like, I don't want to say what this thing, yes, they they didn't want to say what it looked like, but that's what it looked like. Yeah, it's it's too much money. Mm -hmm. We got here, we got Richard Branson, version of Galactic, Mm -hmm. out there doing what old billionaires in movies used to do, adventure. You yes. see his ship look like something Mobius drew. He's a heavy metal, like seventy-eight. He got a, a plane on top of a plane. Mm-hmm. It takes him up there. I said, like, "Oh, that look fly." I like. I want to. I want to rock with Richard Branson. He got the L. He got the L suit on. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. That's 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 what we was force fed when we was young. Like that's what the future is, you know. Then you get the Bezos and Amazon. You're like, <laughs> this is what we doing. <laughs> this is American excellence right now. We got penis rockets. Yeah, we Branson's a, was a lot cooler. We couldn't, we couldn't get the silver ship, looking like the Naboo plane in a in a Phantom Menace. Ah, that's what we wanted. <laughs> what? What? That shit was so clean. Virgin, Virgin don't even got the Virgin America no more. You know, he gave up the American Airlines so he can make a good looking ship. Mm. All this money I didn't get, this man Bezos for every week, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're doing. That all of us have given him. And then he gonna have the gall to think his work is in us, and his joint looking like that, looking yeah. like a toy, for you know what? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even think he got as high as the Richard Branson joint. Man, had me feeling away. Yeah, yeah, I I I can't argue with anything you're yeah. saying. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? How you gonna compete? Richard Branson actually got in a balloon and he tried to like float around the earth like like it's nineteen thirty two or something. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't got in boats, he's like, I'm gonna sail around Nobody do that no more. That's yeah. like some that's stuff some you in people. a new cereal. You watch the open like, Oh, that's what rich people used to do, huh? Adventuring feats. Mm-hmm. Because they had all this money and lots of time. <laughs> <It's> rich people <laughs> like, do now, yeah. they don't do nothing, man. They lazy. Yeah. Let me yeah. get real rich, man. Y'all see go me. To the I'm going to the center of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find King Kong. <laughs> now you know you got to take me with you. <laughs> you go yeah, to all this. It's like we tried to Julian's find an expedition to the center of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find that crack. You know what I'm, going, I'm going to the I'm going into the depths. I'm being like, <laughs> they told me there's stuff in the sea we never see. Let's make I want to see I don't know what's wrong with these billionaires today. <laughs> <They're> lazy. <laughs> All this wealth and they ain't doing nothing. Oh goodness. Become like a vigilante or something. I don't know. Y'all got money? Get some gadgets. They ain't make no suits of armor. Right? No. They ain't no. make no ill robots yet. Yeah, no personal crusades for justice. I mean that the justice is the last thing on their minds. <laughs> All this business of I must I must find a way to you know, no, they, they there was that Boston that. Dynamic robot the, what was it dancing yeah yeah the ago? Boston no, bot, the company yeah. doing yeah, they, they doing yeah, robot they, they doing work they doing that work. I don't believe is real I think it's all CG but <laughs> I think a lot of that too but they putting it out there if I had 75,000 I would buy the robot dog and I would walk mm. it oh them robot dogs are scary that's why I would walk it <laughs> me and Spot would be outside you be out scaring people. That's right. Yeah, but you know, time. I live in the future. Y'all live in the past. 
Well, you know, the future is a scary place because you got these robot dogs with no heads. That's Them right. dogs in that, um, what was it, the sequel to... Um, the Black Mirror dogs? No, 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 no. I'm thinking about... Um, oh, those were scary. Because uh, they were the based one, on the real ones. Yeah. What, the one where um, the woman was... Uh, she had Elton John at her private headquarters. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, oh uh, uh, Kingsman. Uh, yes, King thank you. Sir, Kingsman 2, yes. One, yeah, yeah. Now, those were some good robot dogs. Because they had like robot dog heads. These Boston Dynamics robot, they ain't got no heads. Yeah, but you get the arm attachment so they can open up doors. I'm getting that. Yeah, don't but let like, me get scary. rich. That's scary. I but, ain't buying a McLaren. I'm buying a robot <laughs> dog with the arm attachment. But the lack of heads. I mean, this thing because the thing moves. It the the, the fluid motion of the way the thing moves. I know. And it's like, you know, any any time. All right, all right. So. I would hate to be killed. In fact, as part of the thing with uh, those early, well, okay, the, the prequel movies and stuff for Star Wars, because you had people fighting robots, and the robots be killing people. And I'm like, I don't want to get killed by no robot. I mean, and you gunning them down, you kill, yeah, you're destroying robots. That is like, this is such a waste, you know? I mean, and whoever's making the robots has got the upper hand. Because they ain't risking no real lives. Did they, though? Did they have the upper hand? You saw what happened to them. <laughs> they had to face the clones. That's only because they were being manipulated minute, yeah. by, by real dudes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Those movies rock now. People oh, just say, yeah. oh, those movies. Mm-hmm. Those movies say, like, no, really watch. They directed horribly. But the story being told... It's a heck of a pay, story. Pay attention. See, and I love those movies. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith you the is right still age. one of my favorites. You Revenge, the right yeah, age. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was in like... Have you ever I was still heard in school the, when Revenge of the Sith came the, out. The tragic tale of Darth Plagueis. <laughs> Darth Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> was like, oh my God. Oh. I know. It's like, what? You know, it's like, oh, yeah. No, but... It, and actually, even the idea of a democratic society that voluntarily decides to become authoritarian. I mean, it's, it's a very timely <laughs> tale. All Lucas did was watch Colin Powell give that speech to the UN, and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I gotta get it out. <laughs> you know? And I'm gonna use Jar Jar... And he was like... Jar Jar Binks. Emergency yeah. powers to the Chancellor. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> and that is why the biggest mistake of the sequel trilogy is that Darth uh, Sidious or whatever, mm-hmm. or the guy, the, it should have been Jar Jar Binks. He should have been the Sith Lord all along. That he, I was a fan been, of that crap. That would have been a, a great story. He should have yeah. been, he should have been Sidious's part because they were always coming too. Mm-hmm. All the other ones was fake. It should have been Jar Jar. That would have been a great twist to that story. Because he was survives for no reason through three movies. Through for no yeah, reason. For no, <laughs> he got the for no reason. For no reason. He should have yeah. been a bad guy. He should have cultivated Ben Skywalker <laughs> to the dogs. I've been lit. He came out and like, oh, it's <laughs> And he changed the way he talked up and be like, this yes. is lit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Me said, no, talk like this anymore I because like now this. I am. <laughs> Revealing my true self. <laughs> and you're like, oh, John's on what the was the name? Snoke, right? It was like, yeah. I am Snoke. You thought, you thought it was over when you got rid of that for That was all part of the plan. Oh. There's always two. I'd have fell out. I'd have been like, oh. 
You know, there there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> there is still time for this to Jar-Jar. fix all of this. Please. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I mean, and uh, you know, I think you uh, they need to give you <laughs> they need to give you the writing credit for this. You know, very suspicious here, Julian Lytle, because uh, I get the feeling that. Uh, you would write a pretty good movie. In a Star Wars just, movie? Uh, well, not just a Star Wars movie. Maybe you write, like, you know, a good superhero comic movie, too. Maybe one day. Uh, maybe, maybe one day. One day I have my dog. I'll have my dog. What I'm looking for is that expedition to the center of the earth. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> it's either that or the crack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, we left a lot of stuff on the table for today. I mean, because we didn't even get to that Hollywood Reporter article where Ed Brubaker, Ed Brubaker and Tanahisi Coates were talking about how they got took. Hey, creators with their own. Yeah, well, you know, that yeah, sure ain't, but you know. But hate them with their own. You know, but that's that. That's a topic for another day because, sadly, people, we are out of time. But uh, I want to thank my panelists. And you, too, for tuning in. Of course, Fantastic Forum is also a television show, and you should uh, take a look, uh, check it out in, uh, in your local area, because it might be on. So visit the website at fantasticforum.tv. Uh, also, check your local listings, again, for the show in your area. And... Fantastic Forum also airs as a podcast. Thanks to our friends over at the Great Geek Refuge. You can visit thegreatgeekrefuge.com and you can find out when that airs and uh, hey, basically get all the great content and uh, everything that you need, everything you want, stuff you didn't even realize you needed or you wanted. But, uh, but it's all out there for you. And, of course, the show re-airs each and every Thursday from 3 to 4 right here. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that you decide to come back again next week. Same bat time, same bat station. 